Hi, everybody. Welcome back as we share some inspiration heading towards Shavuos. And I want to thank Torah Anytime once again for posting. Speaking of Torah Anytime, there's a major campaign that's going on right now. Torah Anytime is looking to raise the money to be able to continue their incredibly holy work and to grow it and to build it. Torah Anytime is providing 12 million hours of Torah per year. And that's in, in, in all areas. And we all gain. We all should have such tremendous hakaras that talk to them for what they do, for what they provide. Shiurim inspiration, chizuk, gemara, halacha, hashkafa, every, every topic. We all gain so much from it. So if you haven't done so yet, please donate whatever you can to the Torah Anytime campaign. There's only a few days left. I want to share with you this incredible exchange I saw once between an atheist and a rabbi. Listen to this. Dear rabbi, although I was raised in a traditional home, was brist and bar mitzvahed, I have never had any faith or religious belief. I am now age 34 and would describe myself as an atheist. I have no wish to be buried in a Jewish cemetery, and my will has also made this clear, and have married a non-Jew in a civil ceremony. My question is, can I consider myself officially non-Jewish by my effective opting out? Or do I need some sort of form or dispensation to be officially no longer Jewish? Many thanks for your help with what is perhaps an unusual question. Best wishes. Signed, Edward. Here's the rabbi's response. Listen. Dear Edward, I would like to help you, but I feel there's nothing I can do. According to your question, you have done everything possible to negate your Jewishness. In practice, you do not keep Jewish tradition. In belief, you are an atheist. And even in death, you are determined not to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. One would think that all this would be enough to confirm your un-Jewishness. But no, for some reason, you are still unsatisfied. You still feel Jewish. So much so you feel you need official dispensation. And so being an atheist, to whom do you turn to solve this problem? A doctor, a psychiatrist, a civil celebrant that married you? No, you turn to a rabbi. I'm reminded of the child who ran away from home, but ended up just going round and round the block because his parents told him never to cross the road by himself. I'm sorry, Edward. There's nothing more you can do. You are as Jewish as Moses, Woody Allen, and the chief rabbi of Wales. And you always will be. There's nothing you can do to change it. In fact, it seems that being Jewish is the most dominant facet of your personality. It is even influencing the place you want to be buried. Why would an atheist care about where they are buried? Edward, Jewishness is not a belief, a feeling, a conviction, or a lifestyle. It is a state of being. You have a beautiful Jewish soul. You can either celebrate it or fight against it, but it will always be there. So why not celebrate it? This rabbi said it's so clear. Every Jew has a neshama, and that neshama is yearning. That neshama is looking to connect to their Yiddishkeit in the most powerful of ways. You know, the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos tells us, that the only true freedom in the world is a person that's involved in Torah. And the Svasenis explains that, you know, within every single individual, there's this, this, this battle that's constantly going on between the physical, our physical desires, and our neshama. And our neshama only wants to be fed with spiritual things from a higher place. He brings a mushal to a commoner who marries a princess. No matter what that individual gives the princess, no matter how hard he tries, he will never satisfy her because she comes from a higher place. She comes, she's used to something much greater. So too, when it comes to the neshama, the only thing that could possibly feed the neshama, the only thing that could satisfy it, is spiritual things that come from a higher source. And those are things that connect to the Rabboni Shalom. 
And the only remedy that we have that can feed both the neshama and the guf at the same time is the Torah. By giving ourselves the proper dosage of Torah, of learning Torah, of following the Torah, then we're feeding our neshama and we're feeding our guf, and in turn, we could truly be satisfied with life. Torah Sashem Tamima Meshivas Nafesh. It's the Torah that's going to soothe the soul. As we approach Shavuos, let's think about how much we need to connect to Torah to be able to feed our holy neshamas.